Hello everyone, and welcome to Out on a Whim Presents Improvised D&D, where the levels are made up, the spell slots don't matter, and the NPCs are out of my control. I am your dungeon master for today, Malik Saman, and for this arc, we will follow three intrepid heroes as they embark on a quest of my ingenious design, a tale of terror that the cast has no idea is coming. Our NPCs out of my control are played today by Bailey Picorni. Let's get spooky. And Bryce Reed. Hey. Our three heroes for today's harrowing tale are Malvolia. Malvolia, tiefling sorceress, and you might recognize me from my last two terms as king's mage. You can be assured as a democratically elected official, I am lawful evil. Scout. Oh, I'm just a furbog. Most folks call me Scout. I'm like... If 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 uh, if uh, you, uh, your utility knife had a had an inner voice of a biscuit and gravy. And Frox the Peeler. Frox the Peeler, goblin assassin. You know, some folks around the realm like to say, "Oh, Frox! Oh, their methods are so devious. They're some sort of edge lord." Hmm. I assure all of you, Frox is lord of nothing. Frox is a proud member of the Edge Proletariat. The rules are as follows: the only power here is the D20. And with that, let's begin. It's been a cold few days march to the fringes of the Black Empire. A realm replete with dark curses and twisted enchantments. The icy winds of winter have made this a tough journey across the frigid steppes and the icy valleys. But tonight, you have reached Townsville a cute, quaint little potter's village. Now that you're here, you can kick back, relax, and have some fun. For this week, you have been hired to guard the Wonder Fair, a world-class exotic festival with a variety of sights and sounds to delight and astound. What you're protecting these people from is unclear. No one who's anyone seems to care. Adventurers, you have the fair's attractions at your disposal. Before we get to what you're doing today, Malvolia, you being a tiefling with horns and warm, warm blood, might I ask what you're wearing today? I am wearing a long black fur gown with a matching cape and hat that my horns poke out of and dragon skin gloves. Scout, you being a ginormous 10 foot tall Furred creature, what are you wearing today? Well, as a furbog, I'm covered in fur, so I- I'm not wearing any- anything else much different except for my leather doublet, but I do have frocks strapped to me for warmth. And speaking of whom, frocks, you being a three-foot wee little green goblin, what are you donning today? Well, purely out of pride, Frox doesn't dress properly for winter weather. Because I prefer to be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm not that cold, but uh, I'm just wearing my usual uh, three-piece suit and brown leather duster. Uh, Thankfully, uh, Scout is here to keep me warm. Thankfully so. Adventurers, the following attractions are at your disposal. The Fortune Speaker. The Tale Tellers. The Battle of the Bellies. Gambler's Rush, and Blade's Edge. What these attractions are, well, you'll just have to approach them and see what they entail. Well, I'd like to go to the fortune speaker. I'm feeling curious. I didn't know that you were someone that would be so into predeterminism, Malvolia. Oh, I went through a divination phase when I was younger. I, I can see that. I can see that. What do you mean you can see that? I, I just you, Are you strike me as a, fake. No, I'm not saying. I'm not. Sounds saying like that's what you're saying. Fake. Frox. I'm saying that you tend to have interest in the fantastical and magical. So it's like an observation. observation. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's an observation. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not something I'm interested in because I live my life in the present. And I make my own fortunes oh, you for live myself. Your life in the present. Well, yes. Now, the, you seem a little edgy today. I don't like cold. It's not my favorite. When I heard we were coming to the Black Empire, I thought like, oh, we're gonna meet so many villains and and so many evil entities, and all we've done is dealt with snow and ice and sleet and rude waitstaffs. 
Hey, out of the way, lady. Excuse me. Oh, damn it. Hey, we're walking here. <laughs> that makes two of us. Are you saying you need to be carried, too? Yes. Okay. All right. I go limp, uh, and I let Scout just carry me. This is nice. We could all share secrets and, and whisper to each other. All right. We're in whispering distance. So, yeah. Scout, with both Malvolia and Frox upon your back, which of those attractions would you like to attend first? Oh, okay. So Magnolia mentioned that they want to do fortune speakers. Um, I personally am very into tale tellers myself. I love a good tale. What are you thinking, Frox? Well, you are the, the driver of this carriage. I'll follow wherever you go. Magnolia, would you hate it? You can pick. Oh, sweet. Okay, so I'm going to start walking towards tale tellers. Which one is the sign that says that? Oh, I can't read. Oh, I can. Oh, good, because I can't. Oh. Well, Frox really wants to go to Gambler's Rush. So <laughs> Frox is going to point towards the building with that sign and go, Oh, yeah, uh, Tail Tellers is right over there. Um, fantastic. Let's go. Sounds good. I drag in the snow behind them as Scout carries both of us. So Frox leads you not to the Tail Tellers, but tricks you into the gambler's rush. A large tent hangs above what would normally be the town square, sheltering those who would wish to try their luck. Dealers are ready to play a few games, including Xanderin's Cliff and Runner Runner. Well, this looks different. Not what I expected at all. Oh, curious. Oh, this doesn't seem to have anything with to do with tales or tellers. Huh. I trust it. Let's go in. Let's do it. I enter grandly, and I say, tell me a tale, a story. I am here to be entertained. A variety of men and women who are trying their luck look at you astoundedly as you walk in with such bravado. I sit down in the very first seat I see, whether it's occupied or not. Ah, Xanderin's Cliff, you have chosen. The dealer stands there and hands you a 20-sided cube. There you go. I'd like to roll it without asking what the rules are or how it's played. Do I bet? Either you roll or you don't. Ooh. All right. I'm going to put 100 gold down on the table. What are you doing, And I'm going to roll the dice. Lady... Got a 12. You got a 12. So the entire table is shocked at the amount of cash that you have just plopped onto this table. I've never seen that much. Oh my lordy lord. It's like storytelling in real time. Well, I, I, is anybody gonna... You see, in Xanderin's Cliff, you gotta choose somebody to go against. So, like, you put down 100 gold and you rolled for 12. So now somebody has to... They have to beat your roll to, and, and also try to put down 100 gold. All right, I picked that guy. Well, that's not how that works, but... Well, I've been uh, challenged before, and this won't be the last time. I accept. All right, Candy Goblin. Uh, thank, thank you for calling me by my name and my heritage. All right, I'd like to throw down 100 gold and also like to roll. All right. Roll the 20-sided dice, mysterious stranger. Ah, uh, and roll away! It's oh, a 12! Wow. We lock eyes from across the room. We both pick up the die. All right. Did we both get a 12? We, we both got All a 12. All right, so Just we roll clear, again. I don't think Malvolio knows what the rules are. I pull out another 100 gold. Why did you, why did you do I pull out another 105 gold! Candy raised you five. I pull out six gold. <gasps> Ooh, I pull out two gold. I pick up frocks and set them on the table. Oh, no! I, 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 come on now! I pick up the stranger sitting next to me hey! and place him ah! on the table. <laughs> okay. Hey, all right, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't traffic in human life anymore. I'm sorry, I don't understand the rules of the game. Also, don't, don't tell them to me. You see that a crowd has formed around this increasing yeah! bet. Yeah! Yeah, bet human life! We shake our dice for an incredibly long time. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be some pepper on this oh, one. I, I breathe on my dice, and fire comes out. I swallow my dice and fart them back out into my hand. Oh, candy! Instantaneously. Yeah, candy's got a slip and slide. <laughs> I throw my dice into Scout's mouth, and Scout spits it back into my hand. I also throw my dice into Scout's mouth. How did they know all of the rules to this game? 
Truth be told, I have never played this game myself, mm -hmm. but I never turned down a challenge. Neither have I. Did you also think this was the Tale Tellers? Oh, I thought this was Fortune Speaker. This is but Gambling Rush. This is a spicy romance. The audience surrounding you. Cheers and yeah! cheers! Roll, roll, roll! roll the roll, time has roll, come. Roll, roll, roll. I got a 17. I got a 6. Does that mean I win? All right. Means... Let me explain to you what the hell you were just doing. <laughs> the rules are as follows. Roll as close as you can to the sum of 30. Whomever rolls a 20 first wins by default. So we just Mount keep rolling. You just rolled a 12 and a 17? Yes. That was a 29. Oh, you're so close. With two rolls, Malvolia has won. I just explained that, but in a deeper voice. Great game. I go to shake hands. I, uh, sugar, uh, oh, no. Oh, sweet sugar oh. tears off Candy Goblin. Oh, oh, no, it's just that, uh, all that money I threw on the table that I was supposed to go through a, a, the new camper I was supposed to buy for my family. Oh, you can keep the money. Oh, really? Yeah, I have unlimited money. You can have it. It was about the thrill of the game. <laughs> Well, that's very kind of you. Uh, uh, what was your name again? Uh, Malvolia, tiefling sorceress. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet someone who gambles just for the love of the game. You, I just love the rush. Yeah, yeah, you know, so many people are in it for the money these days. Oh, that's not about me. I have money. What I really want to do is see people suffer, and I got to see that. You gave me that. Yeah. And now I can just give you the money. And you pulled it back. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for crying, though. Oh. That really made it worth it to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm very, my emotions are really on my sleeve. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I thank you for giving me the gold back. Uh, you hear that, honey? We're going camping! Oh, for real? Yeah! Oh, let's get our 600 children ready! All right! <laughs> All right, stand in alphabetical order! Okay, 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 okay! I'm just looking at Frox with my mouth open like, whoa, that was such a cool story! Frox is actually, uh, their original intention on coming in here is to see if they could uh, scan for any big wigs or any high-status folks that might be trying to abuse the system? You certainly do. By the Runner Runner game, you see here a enclosed sort of snow pit with four turtles with nice comfy looking sort of uh, turtle shoes so they don't get too cold. It's a race. But it doesn't seem like anybody's supervising these turtles very well. It seems like you place a bet on turtle one, two, three, or four, and see which wins out in the end. Hmm. I would like to... I'm gonna go over by that turtle game. Uh, Frox is going to go up to the manager, whoever is managing the game. Yeah, the manager looks like a humble sort of person, but the top player there has literally a big wig on, has a suit that looks straight from the Renaissance, nice puffy pants, looks like he is rolling in dough when not at this festival. They're genuine whale skin. I just like to tell the room what I'm wearing. Uh, Dungeon Master, while Frox is hobnobbing, I want to pull Scout aside for an adventurer sidebar. Sure thing, what do you say? I'm going to make uh, an intelligence roll just for me. <laughs> Scout, I've realized something. What? What have you realized? This isn't... This isn't the tale tellers. I don't think Frox can read either. Oh my gosh. But obviously it's just too embarrassed to tell yeah, us. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think that they feel bad about the fact that they can't read? Well, they must. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, me I too. Was, I was bred to not read. Reading is for pores. I just don't believe in paper. So we're agreed. Yeah. We'll keep pretending frocks can read so we don't hurt their feelings. Oh, uh, I, I think I can do that. I'll let you lead on this one. Fantastic. You know, you know I'm not equipped to, uh, to tell a fib. Oh, I'm really good at lying. Okay. Shall we join Frox? Yes, we go and stand next to Frox looking at the turtles. Dealer, dealer, I'd like to put 1,000 gold on Tortemeyer. Wow, that's a uh, pretty, uh, pretty rich, ri rich uh, dealings you got there. You sure? Yes, it's a pretty magnificent turtle. All right. Well, uh, all right. Uh, all that money goes on that turtle then. Should I Turtle bet? one is Turtlemire. Yeah. Because this man would bet on none but number one. Of course. 
excellent choice. Ah, thank you. Refined tastes, have you? Ah, well, I, I would not suppose myself to have such refined tastes next to someone with whale skin pants. <laughs> Scout, do you want to bet too? I just want to use my ability animal friendship and just befriend all these turtles. All right, I'll put a thousand on turtle two. All right, a thousand on turtle two. Scout, can you roll for animal friendship on these trained racing turtles? I can, but it's also a passive ability. It's innate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you just charm these turtles? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I made friends today. <laughs> okay. Okay, right, turtles. You see the turtles looking up at you with anticipation. They look like if turtles could smile, that's what they would be doing right now. One of the turtles <laughs> winks real slow. Oh, hi. Oh. But it looks like a blink. <laughs> Frox is going to roll to see if they clock this happening to scouts. All right. And they give a really small thumbs up. <laughs> like like a really giddy, like, oh my god, that is so What cool. did you roll, by the way? Oh, I rolled a 15. A 15, yeah, you definitely see this. You definitely get the, the, the instinct that by scout just being there, just the world has become just a little bit brighter. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, these turtles are, are real cute. Uh, I know that one is named Turtle Meyer. I'm curious about what the others are thinking and feeling and uh, how they're feeling about racing today. Uh, they look like they are eager. They look like they are about to start. Frox, which turtle would you like to bet on? Mm, Frox isn't going to bet. Frox is going to continue hobnobbing with the big wig. <laughs> I trust you because you belittled your taste in front of me. What's oh. your name? Oh, my name is uh, Ty. Uh, my name's not. Oh, not so wonderful to make your acquaintance. <laughs> have I seen you around Greenvale by chance? Greenvale? Hmm, I have a twin brother in Greenvale. Oh. Yes, yes, we, bo we both run the company together. Ah, the company. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, it's, um, 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 oh, please do refresh my memory. I'm so bad. Oh, yes, yes, we sell people. Oh, people. Oh, the best commodity mm -hmm. there yes, is. Yes, war prisoners mainly. Oh, perfect. Oh, wonderful. The refuse of the land. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> worth nothing to themselves, but much to me. Oh, absolutely. Frox is fuming. <laughs> yeah, can you make a constitution saving throw to see if you can keep this act up? Yes. That's a 13. That's a 13. You've been trained to deal with punks like this. Your smile is beginning to twitch a little bit, but you maintain the mm, act. Yes, I can see the concept <laughs> of pores upsets you. Me too. <laughs> yes. Oh, those dirty, dirty pores. Uh, oh, Ty, you get me. Scout is now sitting in the racing lane and just like letting the turtles crawl on them. And if oh. anyone's watching, it's it's like a gigantic furball and like little tiny turtles crawling up to him. All right, uh, are all bets in? So far, we have a bet on uh, turtle number one, Turtle Meyer, and a bet on uh, the turtle number two. Uh, turtle Tooth. Turtle Tooth. Oh, all right, yeah. Creative naming. All right. Uh, are all bets in? And, and excuse me, uh, 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 furry person, uh, if you could get off the track. Are we to bet on the furbolg as well? Let the furbolg race. Uh, I bet 2,000 on the furbolg. Oh. All right, 2,000 on the Are furbolg. you serious? <laughs> Is Not, wouldn't that be such a fascinating... I mean, come on, no one would see it coming if you were to bet on the furbolg. I know we just met, but I I have a feel uh, a little kiss here. Ty, yes, uh, the furbolg is a ten foot tall humanoid creature. Pretty much a shoe in for the wind. Dealer, you dealer, think? are we going to allow the furbolg to to race against these tiny little baby creatures? I mean, uh, historically, uh, the tortoise always wins the race, so I mean, uh, it seems like a fair fight to hmm. me. I lock eyes with Frox. Two thousand on the furbolg. You've also right. got the inclination that because so much money is on the line that he's just willing to let you pay whatever the hell you want to keep this up. All I right, double my bet. Good. No one will bet more than me. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I pull out 2,000 more gold from my bag of holding. I put frocks on the table. <laughs> like, no, right. Come, oh, I do not. Oh. I'm sorry. Who do you think you are coming in here and trying to bet more than me? I'm sorry. I don't think you know uh, who the biggest whale in town is. Oh, is it me? Because it looks like me. I pull into my bag of holding and put a jewel of torn. I slap the jewel off the table. <gasps> no, be careful. Those are real valuable. You see that the host is about to blow on his whistle, indicating the start of the race. Make your final bets now, please. I throw down the keys to my carriage. <laughs> I throw down the keys to my company. 
Uh, while, while the two of them are uh, continuously throwing things, I quickly crawl under the table, grab the Jewel of Torm, and pocket it. I assume it's still... I'd, I'd like to roll perception. All right, go ahead. That's a 20. A 20, a <laughs> I, natural 20. I grab him by the hand and lift him up. <laughs> All right, here, here, here. Take it, take it, take it. Mm-hmm, thank you. I was just picking it up for you anyway. Jeez. That's All what right. I thought. He puts his lips to the whistle and blows. Uh, oh, my God. Go, go Fearbog. The turtles and Scout begin to go. It is about a meter long. Take one step. Take one okay, step. Just I take, take a step. one step. Scout, please, please, please. Okay. Take one step, Scout. Scout. That guy. But there's a turtle flipped over. I need to help her out. Oh. Turtle number three looks to be making quarter way. He's on his back. I need to flip him over. Just do it. It'll okay, take you like the turtle less than one go. second. Okay, I take two steps back and I flip the no. turtle back over. And no, then no, I no, no, no. You're flipping the way. Okay. okay, go. Okay, I, I take three steps now. No, 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 go forward. Wait, I'm going forward. Turtle okay. three is halfway there. Okay. Scout, go forward. Scout, you got this. You got this, Scout. Take one step. Where are you going? Forward. Go, go to that small red thing that says goal. Do you see that turtle me. number four is walking in the opposite direction, and you think this is really bad uh, for that turtle. You might want to help her out. No. Okay. No. I need to do that this. turtle, Scout. I pick up turtle four. Fuck that turtle. I pick Wait up a turtle minute. Did we, both, did we both bet on the furbolg? I've also bet on turtle number two, but yes, I bet Scout, on the just pick up all the turtles. <laughs> turtle number three is almost there. Oh, I pick up all the turtles <laughs> and I dive for the red what? thing. You pick up turtle one, two, three, and four. And as you dive towards the exit line, your head reaches there before yes! the turtles that you have in your clutches. Yes! yes! I, I, I hugged this, this individual I was I fighting with a back. moment ago. Yes! We both won! Does that mean I get Ty? Uh, Ty? Is, who are you talking about? This Ty, is Frogs. This, this, no, this uh, lovely uh, goblin named Ty. No, this is my my friend. Well, my employee, Frogs. No, Malvolia. I think you are mistaking Malvolia? me for another... Uh, Malvolia, tiefling sorceress. The former right hand of the king. Yes! <laughs> I was his former left hand. <gasps> no. Yes, I was in charge of economics, but I was I was excavated for war crimes. Oh my goodness, it's so long since I've seen you. Is this a new disguise? It is. I pull off this mask revealing a high elf. Oh, it is so <laughs> it's so nice to see, to see you. You see that the human mask and the big wig have just plopped to the floor, soaked with snow, to the shock of everybody else. Yes, yes, Germon, Germon the Terrible, hello. Germon! Germon the Terrible? Yes, yes. I told you never to come back here to the Wonder Fair. Well, you didn't ask me terribly nicely. Well, uh, you're not getting a payout. All, all his winnings go to you, Malvolia. <laughs> what? Oh, thank you! Malvolia, you now have double the coin you started with and the keys to this human slavery company. Oh my goodness. Don't worry, I'll buy you a really nice lunch to make up for it. What? No, this is my entire- I put my entire fortune down. You see guards walking up towards Germon the Terrible? and grabbing him by the arms what? to bring him into custody. No! Dungeon Master, this guard is only going to be a guard because he's about to take an arrow to the knee. <laughs> All right, roll to see if you make it. That's a one! A one! <laughs> it's jammed! You shoot your own foot! Oh, oh gosh oh. darn it, Garamond. Oh. This Gairmon. kind of thing always happens every time you show up. It's all up. right, it's all right. I'm, I'm a cleric. I can help out. Frox has a small nosebleed because I could not possibly be more excited mm-hmm. because Garamon is number three on their list. All right. <laughs> and we all know what that list is. Yes. Do we? Yeah. Uh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's the list of people that Frox is trying to systematically take out in order to improve the realm. All right. All right. It, well, it, it's a revenge list. <laughs> So you see the guards who are keeping a very close eye on Germont. Hand me. Bring him away. Your current chance to take him out has passed. I'll get you next time, Malvolia. You for might lunch. find another. See you later, darling. See you later. Don't you forget look, to write. You look great, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's been so long. Oh, Scout is sitting cross-legged and feeding little bits of grass and leaves to all these turtles. So since you've walked in here, not one game in the Gambler's Rush has completed because everybody has just stared in awe at you. This has been the most exciting something with absolutely no stakes has ever been. Well, this was fun, but even though Garamond's gone, I am getting a little peckish. Should we go outside and find something to eat? Yeah, certainly. Strange this wasn't the Tale Tellers. 
uh, area. So weird. Don't worry. Mm. Oh, I'm sure okay. that the signage here isn't very clear. It had nothing to do with you, frogs. No, certainly not. No, no, no. The, the sign very clearly said. Tale tellers, as you both could probably read. Oh, but neither of you can read. That's right, true. Yeah. Neither Scout or I can read. And that's what you bring to the team. Mm-hmm. And I give Scout like a real big wink. Scout blushes and like, it's okay to make mistakes sometimes, Frox. That's, certainly, yes, it is. You know, we all make mistakes and, you know, just because, you know, someone is literate or has access to higher schooling does not make them a better person, so. So just as a reminder, the four more big events that you can attend are the Fortune Speaker, the Tale Tellers, the Battle of the Bellies, and Blade's Edge. Well, since I'm hungry, I think we should go to the Battle of the Bellies. It oh. sounds like there'll be food there. Yeah, certainly. Here, I'll, I'll help us find our way. Dungeon Master, the turtles have made a small altar to Scout, who we're now worshipping as our deity. Oh, Mommy, thanks for taking care of us. Yeah. I'll see y'all later. Have a good one. We all oh, wink. We all won together. All right, so you make your way to... <laughs> Scout reaches in their pack and just leaves a pile of grass next to the turtles. Gift from the gods. Oh, my favorite grass. Wow, it's even dirt flavored. Oh, my favorite flavor of my favorite food. So, Scout. (laughs) You are standing literally head and shoulders above anybody else in this crowd. Could you please roll a perception check for me? Can do. One moment. Oh, that's a 16. A 16. So you managed to find your way to what looks to be the biggest eatery in town. The Town Tavern. Hmm. Dungeon Master, what am I smelling? So what you're smelling is pretty sweet. It's a grape flavor, just a variety of wines. Nothing sizzling or smoky. It seems to be drinks-oriented. However, you also notice with a 16 on your way there... That everybody who is here in this event that you are basically acting as the guard for is a tourist. Nobody here seems to be a regular villager. Just an observation you made. I feel right at home. I'm usually the odd one out as well. Wow, honey, everything here's so exotic. Oh, yeah, and it's so expensive, too. Oh, well, we how often do we go on vacation, though, Archibald? Once a year, that's our rule. That's right, and we've never, ever been to Townsville before. That's right, we've never been alone before Ooh, without, the, without kids. the kids. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I'm going to tr- be bad. Oh, you want to be bad? Yeah. Let's go get a cheat food. Yeah, all right, great. Yeah, that's then, what you were talking about? What, we, I, I was going to get cheap drinks. Oh, yeah, let's go drink alcohol. Yeah. So you pass by this couple that you'll never see again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rocks, Scout, you can get whatever you want to eat and drink. The budget is 6,000 gold because that's how much I just won and a company that owns war. Malvolia. Criminals. There are eight round tables in this tavern right now and a variety of people sitting at each it looks like a drinking contest is about to begin well i mean have we ever said no to a drinking contest i I have multiple times we i'm 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 a very lightweight we have never i looked straight into magnolia's eyes and we lock eyes i'm like we can do this we've Uh, drunken so many people under the table we flash back to a montage of times Scout and I have won drinking contests while Frox vomits next to us. There was the time in the Great Orc Camp. There was a time in the Great War Criminal Camp where we were all arrested and, and taken into custody and Scout punches a guy in the face after finishing their punch. We got escape beast! We got There's the time we were at Frox's family reunion, but as soon as we were finished, I punched Frox's grandmother in the face. Ah! She's not breathing! And we flash back. <laughs> We would like to sign up. We would like to sign up for the drinking contest. The contest runner stands tall and proud. Ah, I see we have two new contestants in the drinking contest. Three. Or, oh, three. Major I'm so three. sorry. I didn't see you down there. That, that's quite all right. I'm I'll so big join. and tall. <laughs> Wonderful height jokes. Love it. Scout uh. looks down at them like, okay, buddy, <laughs> you keep that up. All right, I, I I see. Well, tallness is a spectrum. All right, I'm sorry. Let's uh, 
let's uh let the games begin. Uh, we'll be starting with uh, wormwood shots. Wormwood shots. A variety of waiters and waitresses come to each table. You three being at one. They come to each table with a variety of this glowing violet liquor. Here you are. Oh, we've done wormwood shots before. I flash back to Caustic the Scathing's last birthday party, where Scout and I were taking wormwood shots while the rest of the guild hall was on fire. <laughs> Who's gonna put this out? Yeah, great birthday. <laughs> Caustic, it's almost like you've been recast. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Costa can't drink, so he's just watching us drink. Uh, I made a mess on the floor. <laughs> so, the three of you, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw <laughs> as you take a drink of this fairly potent liquid. I got a three. A three. Frog's got a two. <laughs> Scale got a one. <laughs> Be careful. Oh, you're not supposed to drink it all in one. We, but we all down it. Oh, my. Well, I've never seen three uh, contestants be so uh, enthusiastic. We were made for this sport. We are the best at drinking. I flash back to Barnabas Starlight's confirmation to the Church of Torm. It's a very solemn occasion, and he's drinking out of a chalice. And the three of us are just wasted in the front row. Scout cracks open a keg and pours it all over frocks. These friends, you're embarrassing me. You did. This is a very big day for me. I am finally up. Melodin. And I, Torm, am drinking with them in the audience. Torm is finally here! Torm! 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 Uh, I, the bar back, but I guess the janitor now, uh, just kind of like, uh, drag them off to the corner and, and put their faces to the side so they don't choke in their own vomit. Well, that's what you get for enthusiasm around here. Uh, let's start the next game! All right! Yep, ten minutes later, you wake up a hazy mess. We won! Oh, we uh, did it. We won the drinking contest. You know, I was worried I wasn't going to be able to keep up with you, but it reminds me of the time Frox tries to flashback, but every single time that they have tried to drink with Scout and Malvolia has ended in a blackout. A brownout at best. I, the tabaxi barback, walk up to you guys. Hey, uh, I can see you're, you're conscious again, and I give them three waters. Frox smacks the water out of the hand. Give me something real. I give. I pull out another water. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a, a couple come. Uh, they saw before comes by. Oh, look at them, honey. Oh, I feel like the hands of fate have brought us back. I know. I thought no one would ever see us <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, I almost felt like somebody just swept the page away from us. But you know what? Let's join this drinking contest. Yeah, that looks fine. Yeah. I'm gonna be bad. Ooh, let's be bad. Yeah, I'm gonna have some uh, wine coolers and put some cubes of ice. Ooh, in I might it. have a shot of whiskey. Oh, you oh, are bad. I am. The brown liquors. Oh. To get some fresh air, the three of you leave this tavern and pass by this couple that this time you will never ever see again. <laughs> Scott reaches in their, into their adventure pack and pulls out um, a flask of good berry liquor and takes a nip, hair of the fur bog, and passes it to Malvolia. Oh, I take a big swig. Scout, as Malvolia takes a swig and calms her nerves down, can you roll another perception check for me, given that you are as tall as you are? That's a 19. A 19. You can see the moon has reached further towards the apex of its peak, and you notice that it is a full moon. You've read stories that full moons bring a lot of bad mojo, but everything seems fine so far. Uh, I, the Tabaxi Barback, uh, walk out wearing my, my, my fuzzy coat because it's so, it's so blustery out here. Hey, hey, uh, you three, uh, you guys... 
You guys can't be drinking wormwood like that. Especially, you guys aren't from here. I can definitely tell by looking at you. But, but then again, nobody that's actually at this festival is from here. Yes, we're hired security. Although we haven't done much Your security. Your security? Yes, we've mostly done gambling, drinking, racing, yelling at people, uh, reconnecting we're with integrating. old friends. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're integrating super well. But just be careful. If you get too drunk around here, like at night, it gets super dangerous. People have been going missing. Like we haven't heard that before. Have you heard that? I flash back. To Quillhaven Crest. So, Malvolia, this is really important that you remember this. People are going missing in this town. That's why they hired you to be security. That's mm. why I'm sending Scout, because they're very reliable. And is there a bar there? <sighs> yes. Do you always look like this? In, I would, I'm hesitant to ask what you mean Do by... Do you want like another drink? This flashback is taking place in a different tavern. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, Quill told me something. It was like really detailed about all of the problems with this town, but I'm just gonna be honest, I blacked out. That sounds right. Yeah, I I, I was the one that sent the letter to Quill. I'm the one who hired you guys. Oh, you? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm the head of the of the of the civil watch. We're trying to like keep our eye on like who how this is happening, who's going missing. Are you Whiskers? I'm Whiskers. Oh, Whiskers! Yeah. Hi, I vaguely whiskers. remember your name coming up at one point. Uh, we whisk- flash back. Her name is Whiskers. All right. She, Her name she, is mm, whiskers, whiskers. Brindle Tabaxi. Brindle Tabaxi. That means stripey. Oh, stripes. Stripey Tabaxi. Stripey Tabaxi. Here, why don't I just do this? And I and I and I write a note, scribble it out, and I and I duct tape it to the back of Malvolia's jacket. I light my jacket on fire. <laughs> why do you do these things? We come back to reality. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So it, it's it's okay that the that the things that I I, I put in the letter uh, to Quill were lost in translation. I set them on fire. Uh, don't want to think about that. Uh, so people are going missing. We hear howls in the night. There are scratch marks on all the doors. All right. You could have included that in the letter. I a hundred percent did. I am a hundred percent sure you did not. I'm gonna roll to gaslight. They got a 19. A 19. This, this seems like your mistake because we were just told to come here and have a good time and keep people safe from something. This is your fault. Yeah, and Malvolia is a consummate professional. I trust every single word she says implicitly. Thank you, Frogs. You know what? Maybe uh, I guess I'm just not good at this whole civil watch thing. Maybe I... Uh. You see the tabaxi doubting herself walk back into the tavern. Where she goes, you can't quite see. She's gonna she drop out of college. She really should. She's not very smart. Oh. She forgot to tell us that people are going missing. All right, well, forgetting something is not an indication of te- intelligence. They seem like a very capable member of their city's watch. Super sorry. I stopped listening. What did you say? <laughs> do you guys want to go to the fortune speaker? Oh, let's do it. And just as a reminder... <laughs> You have the fortune speaker. <laughs> you have the tail tellers. And you have the blade's edge. Uh, Frox, since you had a hard time last time, I think I'm going to ask for directions. Uh, young couple. Uh, young couple. <laughs> oh, hey. Do you, oh, hi there. Do you hey, know where the fortune speaker is? Oh, the fortune speaker? Oh. Yes, that building right there behind you. Oh, oh, honey, we gotta go to the fortune oh, speaker. Oh, can we come with you? We're on a bit of a date. Oh, yeah. That's we don't have the kids. A vacation. A vacation is we like to call yeah. it. Yeah. That's all right. I think we'll just never see you again. Thank okay. you so much. Okay. That's weird. I feel like later. people are just never going to see us again. I have a feeling that's not true. Oh, you're right, sweetie. Let's be bad. Before <laughs> Scout goes into the the tent of the fortune speaker, <laughs> Scout looks up at the moon. Why does everyone think the moon is evil? And then ducks inside. You duck inside this brightly lit incense perfumed wide open space smoke on the water you see inside a blind mystic with a long beard and a wise demeanor sitting upon his shoulder is a chimp i feed it a little berry <laughs> Easy scrambles. Oh, yes, I give it little chin squitches. Okay, too much. I hear that someone has come into my domain. Yes, it is us, adventurers from the Adventurer's Guild. Oh, shit. Okay, uh, last time somebody came here from the Adventurer's Guild, all of my incense was stolen and my building was lit on fire. Oh. Uh, 
I flash back to the last time that Scout and I were in this tent. We were drunk and it was on fire. <laughs> what is it, Scrambles? What is it, Scrambles? Scrambles, do you recognize these people? <laughs> Scrambles is in charge of the band list. And I and I gesture to the wall where there should be a bunch of pictures that Scrambles draws. Uh, I look nervously at Scout and I I I I I cast fireball on the list. You burn the list down? Is that fire? Uh, it's, it's fine. It's a nice fire. Who contained everybody in the Adventurers Guild minus Quill? <laughs> I actually don't see a band list. Very interesting. It looks like your huh. monkey uh, lost it. Oh, scrambles. <laughs> it is definitely- After I put you through Bard's college no and everything. <laughs> well, I I still love you. <laughs> I screeched it. Well, uh, couldn't have seen that coming. <laughs> Fortune teller joke. Welcome, welcome, please sit down. The mystic swirls his hands atop a crystal ball atop a pedestal. It whirls with this cloudy vapor within. It looks super fortune-y. A fortune fortune comes forth to thee, adventurers three. Welcome to me, your fortune tell you. Uh, I am sensing frustration. Oh, you're sensing it, I'm are you? I'm sensing it with my ears. That's not, you don't, you don't have to be a mystic or a fortune teller. It's just called being observant. Your name is Frox the Peeler. Yes, that's correct. Can I see your hands? Or just one of them's cool. Frox tentatively reaches out a single hand. Your small, cold, long-nailed palm is placed upon the elders. Oh, much blood lies in thine past and thine future. Yep. Yet great import lieth in thy cause, Goblin. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm pretty self self effused of that. Yes. Mm, I feel a list. I feel the top of the list. I know not how number one lieth in your path, but I fear that number two lies not far yet. I don't know what that means, but. That'd that could be, mean anything. That'll be two coppers. Oh boy. Fro- Frox tries to play it off, but they're a little rattled. Because even though they talk about the list a lot, they don't expect people to bring the list up to them. Very interesting. Our remaining two adventurers, who would like to go next? Oh yeah, who wants to go next? I love this shit. You may go. Oh. Scout. Okay. I-, I squat over this really tiny stool because I can barely fit on top of it. So I'm not going to break it. I'm just going to squ- hold this squat. Ah, Yes. I assume by thine really nice breathy tones you are very large. Please give me your pointer finger. Okay. My pointer finger extends and uh, taps them in the middle of the palm. And it's quite a bit, almost the size of their hand. A furbolg. Ha ha. I can tell by the nice fuzzy, fuzzy little fingertip. He that tickles. <laughs> tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Time to do tickle mancy. I tickle. Ha-ha. Oh my God. What are you Ha-ha. doing? From your giggles, I can see the future. <laughs> <gasps> Thy name be Scout. I sense an old friend. I sense betrayal. Hmm. Or maybe your lucky numbers are five, seven, and six. Oh, that's cool. That sounds oh, right. and they're all right next to each they other. They sure are. All right. I carefully take off my dragon skin glove and I extend my hand. Ah, yes. Give me your hand, child. Ow! Oh, very toasty. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, a tiefling! A tiefling! Great magic surging through your veins. Thank you. Aha, now I must explain that there is great goodness in your future. Uh, Great altruism. (laughs) Great hero of the people. I make the gagging face and I'm like, "Ah." I sense that you will have to make a great choice. A choice which shall affect your deepest reaches of your soul. And you will either have to save or forsake those who find you close in regard. Also lucky numbers seven, six, and five. Wow, but for both of us? Wow, <laughs> that's We wild. have the same lucky numbers. Does that mean we are best friends? 
I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. If you wanted to say it out loud, I won't. I I won't feel left out. I'm generally the third wheel on these excursions. I just, it's funny because your lucky number is three. All right, now. That's a great number. That is a great number. There's three of us. Oh, it's your lucky day, Frox. I don't believe in tricycles luck. are much more stable. I make my own luck. I could make myself fall on a tricycle if I wanted. I'm sorry that they're so rude. I I pull out of my bag. Six copper. Uh, 50 gold. Holy Tom. How do you know? Aren't you blind? When it's heavy. Fair enough. I asked for six things. This is more than six things. That is true. It is more than six things. And uh, we leave. Oh, but Scrambles, wait. Scrambles, can you count this for me? This may take a while. He went to Bard's College. Well, 50? Ah, I can hear him better because he sings. Uh, Furball, did you have something uh, that you needed to say? Well, I was going to ask you if you knew anything about the disappearances and, and what the moon is supposed <gasps> to be. And Scrambles, the of. close the door. Zip it shut. Zip. zip the other zipper. Thank you. So this fortune teller, although they are not from here, can sense a great terror in the midst of this town. Although I am not from here, I can sense a great terror in this area. I believe that there is a beast which is tied to the moon phases. So like it could be a werewolf, but like I don't want to like, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of other monsters. Like the ocean? Ooh, the boat. Do you think the ocean's a monster? Yes. Oh, the ocean's absolutely a monster. Whoa! We fought the ocean. That was actually our last adventure together. You fought together. the ocean? How? What happens? Does it just... It's still an ocean. We flash back. <laughs> uh, so, Scout and I, we're drunk. Uh, Rox is already passed out. But we have a catapult, <laughs> and I'm in the catapult, and I'm on fire. All right, are you ready when it shoot you into the ocean? I'm ready. The, the ocean is a great beast. It's like flubber, but made of water, and I am aimed right at its mouth. Whoa, Ocean, stop what you're doing. Why won't you listen to me? Doros, if I don't come back, I want you to know you're my best friend. I guess. Why is everyone being recast? Quill, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm trying to stop you from drowning. Hold my drink. No. Quill, stop being a buzzkill. There's not this, the ocean is, it's just an ocean. Do it. And Do it. Pull the lever. Balboli has launched into the gullet of this watery beast. It's an 18. An 18. It explodes in a, in a, what happens when water is hit by fire? It explodes into steam. Oh no, the ocean. I'm really sorry about the ocean, Joros. Yeah, take that. Scott that was like my main ocean. thing. Maybe your main thing can be lakes. I guess. I'm gonna go blaze one. I feel like, I feel oh, like there was. <laughs> sure. I think the flashback's over. The flashback's <laughs> over. <laughs> we, we come back to reality. Was that Doros? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> the fortune teller has told you the extent of what he knows, having been here for only a night. Yes, yes. I've told you the extent of what I know. Great danger. Beasts controlled by the moon phases. Do you know of any locals? You know, people hmm. who live here? Well, you know, I, I, I haven't seen any, but I've, I've, uh, I haven't heard any either. Uh, I, uh, usually, uh, I believe this is a very touristy kind of deal. I would say if you're looking for, for homelanders of the wonderful city of Townsville. Tale tellers. You should go to the tale tellers. Okay, mm. let's have an adventure sidebar real quick. Fantastic. Um, so, where I'm from, the moon is a healing sacred entity. And I've heard from my clan that sometimes other, other towns or other clans uh, maybe maybe different races of clans have said that the moon is an evil, no do good thing, and I I personally don't believe that. So I'm really confused. I agree with you. I do my best work by moonlight. The yeah. moon is a magic ball in the sky created by a sorcerer thousands of years ago. Oh, Malvolia! No, no, no. She's correct. <laughs> Are you you guys just gonna hang out in my tent? Oh, do you mind? <laughs> sure. Okay, great. While we're here anyway, do we think that this guy's a fake? Oh, 100%. I mean, he said, I'm going to be a hero of the people. <laughs> oh, come on. We all know this this court-ordered redemption tour is just for show. You know, shake hands, kiss babies. I think everyone is capable of redemption. I think you're real impressive, Magnolia. I vomit. 
and <laughs> she vomits outside uh, the tent that goodness. you have left. Scrambles, get the tiny broom. That uh, was just for effect. I feel fine. Uh, I, DM, um, the uh, Scrambles the Chimp would like to roll Deception to see if they can quietly follow them through the rest of the adventure without being noticed. All right, go ahead. It's a six. It's a six. You I know this. I yank on his leash. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trying to escape me again. All right. Well, should we head to the tale tellers? Let's do it. That's where I wanted to go. I would like all of you to roll a perception check, please. I got a 16. Frock's got a seven. I got a five. Malvolia, <gasps> you and your perky ears catch on the outskirts of this event as you make your way to the tale tellers who might have been able to tell you more about this threat. A screaming. I noticed something! You hear a screaming in the distance, almost faded by the banter and the cheer and the music. The screaming is joined by more, and then more, and then more, until eventually your entire party can hear it. What do you do? So should we head to the tale tellers? Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. I whiskers bursting out from the bar with new fervor in my eyes. I run over and I find the party. Wait, wait, they're screaming, they're screaming. Hold on, we have to go to the tale tellers real quick. The screaming is coming from the tale tellers. We open the door to the tale tellers. Oh no! You open the door to the tale tellers and you can see two furry mitts the size of your heads clutching who would have been the tale tellers out of the tent from the other side. You peek your heads above the tent to see the culprit. A terrible roaring is ushered forth from a creature with the mane of a lion, the head of a buffalo, the brow of a gorilla, the tusks of wild boar, and the, the tail legs. of a sassy snake. I'm all mixed up. And the body of a bear. Ooh-hoo. This creature dons a noble blue suit that is torn to shreds. It looks at you and roars. <laughs> I have never heard such a beautiful sound in my life. What happens next? Join us for part two of arc six of Improvised D&D. Hmm, this makes me think of one of the old outros that I did long, long ago. Just kidding, it's a whole new outro! Everyone, thank you so much for listening to episode 1 of Arc 6 of Improvised D&D. If you're coming back, that means a whole lot, and if this is your first time listening to us, it's gonna get weirder. If you liked us and our absolutely quest-ignoring antics, we would love you forever if you might share this with someone that you think might also enjoy all these ding-dang flashbacks. It would also help us pierce the very veil of the algorithm dimension if you were to give us a 5-star rating and a nice review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. We're also on all the social media pages where Improvised D&D on Instagram and Twitter, that's the word and, and we're also out on a whims, improvised DD on Facebook with an ampersand. We've also got a cool selection of pre recorded live shows from the Otherworld Theaters YouTube. You can go in there and check us out if you're tired of wondering what we look like. Our cast was Malvolia Tiefling Sorceress, played by Katie Rupert, Scout Furbold, Park Ranger, played by Sarah Little. Brox the Peeler, Goblin Assassin, played by Kaylee Ravinsky. Our NPCs were Bryce Reed and Bailey Picorni. And of course, our impeccable dungeon master was Malik Saman. Mm, what's that, Hogrest? Oh, I do remember that. Haha, still not a flashback. Good one, Hograss. Our intro song was Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our atmosphere tracks were done by Michael Gelfie. This is Quillhaven Crest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse. But don't look for them in the wormwood shots. I checked, they're not in there. Goodbye!